Okay, good morning everyone. Thanks for bearing with me. I apologize for the delay. Parshas Vaschanan. My favorite parsha. I just love Parshas Vaschanan. It happens to be my Bar Mitzvah parsha. And it's a nice parsha, you know, it's a nice parsha. It has Sarasadibrois, it has Shema, it has the Tfilah of Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu says, Vaschanan el Hashem bo and let me just first welcome the Koilel Agra de Pirka of Kugarn Hills and anywhere that you find yourself. So Moshe Benus says, and I was mischanin to Hashem at that time saying. Firstly, what does the word Vaeschanan mean? And what does Moshe mean when he says at that time? So Chazal tell us that the word Vaeschanan is a gematria. And the numerical value of Azchanan is 515. And this teaches that Moshe Rabbeinu offered 515 tefillahs. Says the Medrash, Uminayim she'espala Moshe ba'oisa yaperek chameish meos v'chamisha asar pa'amim. How do we know that Moshe davened at that time 515 prayers? Shenemar vo'ezchanan. El Hashem ba'oisa hilemar vo'ezchanan b'gematria hachihavi. The numerical value of us, Hanan, is 515. So Moshe Rabbeinu really wanted to go into Eretz Yisrael, as we all do, especially now. And Moshe Davin 515 times to be able to get in. And Hashem basically told him, Rav Lach, enough ready, I don't want to hear another word. Please don't Davin again. And Hashem did not allow Moshe Rabbeinu not only to go into Eretz Yisrael, but even to Davin further. But the Pasuk implies that Moshe put in extra exertion and davening to enter Eretz Yisrael specifically at that time. What happened at that time? And what is this strange number of 515 that Chazal are saying that Moshe Rabbeinu davened this number? Why this number? What is the significance of this number? What every time it says a word of prayer, then we could discover the number of times the prayer was offered by figuring out the gematria of that word? Is that all it is? It's just some kind of cute gematria? So the Holy Pnei Yehoshua, Rav Yaakov Yehoshua of Krakow, who was born in the year 1681, and he passed away in the year... 1756. If you look in the Chida, in the Mareches Hagadolim, on Oisyud, Mareches Yud Oisreish Chafei, the Chida brings that Rabbi Yaakov Yoshua of Krakow, who Hagoin Avbezdin, Boresh Masifta, the Kal Kadosh, Frankfurt Domain, Shnas Tavkof Aleph. He was the rabbi there in the year 1741. He was the Abezin and the Ram 1741. And his fame spread to the world through the medium of his magnum opus, Pnei Yeshua. And says the Chida, by the way, we know that the Chida, when he went to Livorno to collect money for the Bnei Eretz Yisrael, so he was in a lazaretto. Lazaretto was basically quarantine because before you enter a country, they used to quarantine you. It used to be this sounded strange to people. Now it's, you know, everyone understands. Before you enter a country, you go into lazaretto. And the 
Gidon did not have Svarim on him. So that's when he wrote the great work Shem HaGadolim. He wrote it entirely from memory, where he lists all the Gedolim Yisrael that lived before him in one section, and all the Svarim that were ever written in another section. And the Chidah traveled throughout Europe, where he met a number of Gedolim, including the Pnei Yehoshua, Ba'ani Hatsoyer Zochizik HaPnei Shechina, and I, the young rabbi, Chidah says that himself, I merited to receive, to greet, to meet the Shechina, namely the Pnei Yehoshua, Eze Yamin for a few days, Umarehu Kemare Malach Ho'elekim. His appearance was that of an angel of God. Now, that means a few things. Number one, the Chidah knew what a Malach looked like. I don't know what a Malach looks like. Chidah says, I know what a Malach looks like. And number two, the Pnei Yeshua looks like a Malach. And he gave me as a gift the book Pnei Yeshua. I'll say there, Moyed, Shenotnitas Boy Bepara. That's also a He didn't say, here's my book, uh, the price is 18.99. He gave it to him as a gift. And the Nachnafshei Derav Shnas Tafkof Yevan. He passed away in the year 516. I believe that's significant. The year 516, that's 1756. Zochisi, now when I was in Frankfurt, to be at the cover of the Pnei Yeshua. And the Pnei Yeshua has an, an amazing exposition here of the significance of Moshe Rabbeinu's Tfilois. But let's begin as follows. You know, in terms of the greatness of the Pnei Yeshua, in the Sefer Shalshachubas Avnei Tzedek, Chelaki Avnei Ezra Sanayin Zayin, he writes that to the questioner, he says, it seems to me that you feel the Pnei Yoshua was not so clear on the issue. I just want you to know what my Rebbe, the Chassam Sefer, said. Uva Oznai, and I'm sorry for the lines, I, uh, this copy was made back in the days that people used fax machines. And uh, hopefully we could update this one day with the scanner. But the Avnei Tzedek says, I heard from my Rebbe, the Chsam Soifer, Shemi Chibor HaRajba Loikam Kechibor Avnei Yeshua. Since the composition of the Rajba, Chal Yisrael were never gifted such a Matana Toiva as the Sefer Avnei Yeshua. So that is the esteem that the Avnei Yeshua was held in. I will tell you that as a Rav, of a community, they gave him a run for his money. And that is, they were not Makir, the godless of the Pnei Yeshua, as a Rav, as they were not many, many Rabbanim in Europe, many Gedolim that we know about, um, because he was unwilling to bow to the whims of the local wealthy Balabatim. However, among the Bnei Taira and the Gedolim of Israel, he was an icon he was considered from the greatest of the Achroinim. You heard what the Psalm Sefer says, that from the times of the Rajba, Klal Yisrael were not graced with a Sefer like the Pnei Yeshua. But just imagine if we say, oh, if only we had a Rav like the Pnei Yeshua. In the times of the Pnei Yeshua, they were Roidetim. They were Roidetim the Pnei Yeshua. They were Roidetim from the city. Anyway, the Pnei Yeshua says as follows. In Parshas Vaschanan, Moshe says, Bo'esahi. What does it mean, Bo'esahi? Says Rashi, we know God swore to Moshe, Lachain, by the head of Meimariva, Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, you ain't going into the land. So why is Moshe Rabbeinu davening to go into Eretz Yisrael? Says Rashi in the Sweet Parsha. Now that I conquered Sichon and Oig, 
and Sichon and Oig also have somewhat a quasi status of Eretz Yisrael. The Dimisi, I thought Shema Hutter Haneder. Maybe the Neder became Mutter because I already conquered Sichon and Oig. By the way, we could add we could add the following thought. The Gemara says in Saita, why does why did Moshe Rabbeinu want to go into Eretz Yisrael? Did he want to eat the fruits? And the Gemara in Saita says no. He wanted to mekayim the mitzvah, uh, the mitzvah So the Achroinim ask, including Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, why does the Gemara say he wanted to mekayim mitzvah satsuyos ba'aretz? It should have said he wanted to mekayim the mitzvah of Yishuv Eretz Yisrael. Why do we have to go to Trumais and Masrois? More basic. Say he wanted to live in Israel because it's a mitzvah to live in the land. The answer Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky gives is he already did that mitzvah. But Aver Layardain is considered Eretz Yisrael. The Bnei God and Bnei Ruvain were Mekayim, the mitzvah of Yishev Eretz Yisrael. By the way, if you live in Jordan, you're Mekayim the mitzvah of Yishev Eretz Yisrael. It's just you're not Mekayim the mitzvah of Tzuluyos Ba'aretz. So Moshe Rabbeinu figured, oh, God swore he's not going to bring me to Israel. He already did. I already went Aver Layardain. So I went Aver Layardain. So maybe I could go into the land as well. Furthermore, in, in Parshas Devarim, the Pasuk says, Vayoy merashem elai rei, hachi loisi teis lefanecha esichayim v'yes artsoi. Hache el rosh la reshes es artsoi. God said to me, See, I've already began to give before you Sichayim and his land. Says Rashi, Kafa sar shel emariyam shel mala tachas raglav shel moshe. Hashem tied up the ministering angel of Emoiri under the feet of Moshe Rabbeinu and Moshe Rabbeinu stepped on his neck. In other words, Hashem was showing Moshe, Moshe, look, I'm already beginning to deliver the the uh, residents of Eretz Yisrael in your hands. I, you, you, you're stepping on the neck of the ministering angel of Emoiri. So Moshe Rabbeinu figures, okay, God is uh, rescinding his decree, he's changing his mind. Furthermore, Moshe had further, uh, this argument was further bolstered by the fact that for 38 years since the Ched HaMaraglam, guess who didn't speak to Moshe Rabbeinu? God. God did not speak to Moshe Rabbeinu until now. Until now, until last week's parasha. Take a look. <coughs> By the way, I have a question. Uh, let's say you're Maver Sedra with Rashi instead of Unklus. Does this Rashi on Perak Tezayin count? Because right? you know, if there's no Rashi on the Pasuk, you have to read the Pasuk three times. So this Rashi, it's interesting Rashi. Rashi wants to know what's the juxtaposition between and when all the men of the Midbar stopped dying at the end of the 40 years, then God spoke to Moshe. Rashi sort of puts these two pesukim together, even though there's a Samach over here. Rashi says they go together. Avu Mishiluach HaMaraglam Akan, from the time the, the uh, messengers, the, the spies were sent until now, Loi Nemar B'Par God did not speak to Moshe, like the Gemara says in Baba Basra, Rav Dimi Bar Yosef and Rav Nachman. The Gemara wants to know what is the simcha of Tuba'av? We know when is Tuba'av this year? Shabbos, right? 
When is Tubav? Today is Yud, right? So then, uh, Tuesday is Yudav, Wednesday is Yud Bez, Thursday is Yud Gimel, Friday is Yud Dalet, Shabbos is Tubav. So what is the Simcha of Tubav? The Gemara brings an opinion, that is when the Meisei Midbar stopped dying. And so long as the Meisei Midbar died, Hashem did not speak to Moshe Rabbeinu. And then the Pasuk says, that God started speaking to Moshe Rabbeinu face to face. So Moshe thought, oh, God was angry at me for 38 years, but now he's come around, now he's speaking to me again. Even though Rashi explains that certainly Hashem spoke to Moshe throughout, but the, the conversation was at a distance. It was not an intimate conversation. It was only Vayoymer. Even though Vayedaber is usually understood as Midas Hadin, but on the other hand, it also connotes a more intimate type of conversation. So when the men of the Midbar stop dying, we know that every year on Tisha B'Av, Klaisho would dig their own graves. They would lie down in the grave, and every year 15,000 Jews did not survive. So if you have 600,000 men between 20 and 60, and every year 15,000 pass away, how long is it going to take for them all to pass away? It's going to take 40 years. So sure enough, in year 40, there were 15,000 Jews left, and they dug their own graves, and they woke up in the morning, and they they said, Wow, uh, what world am I in? Am I in Olam Hazeh, or, or am I in Olam Abba? And they realized they were still in this world. And they kept on, they said, maybe we miscalculated, they went to sleep again, and again, and again, until they saw a full moon, and they realized it was mid-month, and they recognized that the Gezerah had been rescinded. So, here Moshe Rabbeinu says, wait a God swore he's not going to take me to Israel, but he already helped me conquer the land of Sichon and And he allowed me to step on the neck of the angels representing the nations of the world. And God is speaking to me again, so maybe he's going to bring me into the Holy Land. So Moshe Rabbeinu started to daven. When is Ba'esahi? So the Pnei Yeshua offers an amazing pshat. Says the Holy Pnei Yeshua. In Mesech Dabrachas Daflamidus. The Yisyashev Yoyser. This is more answered. Based on what we find in the Medrash Pliya. Shehisbalel Moshe. That Moshe daven. Puff, kuf, tes, vav, tefilois. 515 tefilois. For who Peli, it's a wonder. Ma boy What is, what are Chazal coming to teach with this number 550? So the Pnei Yeshua says something remarkable. He says, this is not a gematria over here. The gematria is just an asmachta ba'alma. But rather, based on what we just quoted from Rashi, that after Hashem helped Moshe Rabbeinu conquer Ertzichin Ma'oit, and Moshe thought Hashem's Shvua was batal. And the fact that Hashem told Moshe, you could step on the neck of the angels of the Amori. And the fact that Hashem started to speak to Moshe again. Says the Pnei Yeshua, in all likelihood, when did Moshe Rabbeinu start davening again to enter Eretz Yisrael? He began on Tuba'ab. Says the Pnei Yeshua, let's make a cheshben. If he began on Tuba'ab, and Moshe Rabbeinu was nifter on Zayin Adar, so let's make a cheshben. Between Av and Adar, how many full months you have? You have Elul, Tishrei, Cheshvan, Kislev, Teves, Shavat. 
You have six full months. Six full months is 180 days. But every other month is Malay Chaser, Malay Chaser, Malay Chaser. That's 177. The month of Av is Malay. How many days in Av? From the 15th to the 30th is 16 days. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27. Yeah, does that work out? Moshe Rabbeinu started says says the Pnei Yoshua. So he had there's 16 days in Av, and then you have seven days in Adar. That's a total of 200 days. Think about it. You have 177 days from Elul until the end of Shvat. You have 16 days in Av and 17 days in Adar. 200 days. So Moshe Rabbeinu Davin, Shachris, Mincha, Marim. That is 600 Tfilois. Okay, so Moshe Davin, 600 Tfilois. But the only thing is on Shabbos, an individual cannot Davin for their needs. Now, how many Shabbosim are in 200 days? Well, let's make a quick calculation. 7 into 200 is 28. So there are 28 Shabbosim. So if you subtract from 600, 28 times 6. What is 28 times 6? Someone help me out here. 56, 76, 84, yeah? 28 times 3 is 74. Twenty-eight times three is eighty-four. Thank you. Right. So, is eighty-four. Twenty-eight times three is eighty-four. If that's the case, so if you had if Moshe has six hundred tefillos from Tuba of until Zion Adar, and you subtract the Shabbosim, that means there are a total of five hundred and sixteen tefillos. So where does five fifteen? Look what the Pnei Yeshua says. We know that on Shabbos there are no, there's no bakashas in Mosaf. Okay, so you have Raksha Yadeh Shabbos Shabbos Eina Yachad Shal Tzrachav. Person doesn't ask for their needs on Shabbos. Then Cain Kishat Tosir Chavches Shabbosos. When you subtract the twenty-eight Shabbosos, Shahayu Ba'Oisan Yamim Shalreish Yom Nishar Kuf Ayin Beis Yamim. You have a hundred and seventy-two days. Yeah, there are 200 days, minus 20 is 170 days, times 3 is 516. Now, the thing is, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't start davening Marev on Tuba'av. Why? Because the, Hashem doesn't, didn't uh, speak privately with Moshe Rabbeinu, only beyond Veloy Belayla. So on Tuba'av, he only davened two Tfilas. So it's amazing. You have 172 days, but the first day, Marav didn't count. So in that case, 
Moshe Rabbeinu, he didn't have in 515 because that's the Gematria of Aschanan. As soon as he got a whim, as soon as he had a Pesach to pray to Hashem to enter Eretz Yisrael, he davened for that every single day, three times a day. By the way, this is a very important lesson. If somebody needs something, you incorporate it in the three tefillahs that you daven. And that's what Moshe Rabbeinu did. Starting Shachris on Tuba'af, taking him till Mincha on Zayin Adar, and then he passed away. If he would have lived longer, he would have davened longer. But there's no special... A gematria of Aschanan is gematria 515, that's how we figured it out. No, that's just a remez to the fact that there are 515 tefillahs between Tuba of and Zayanad. Now, I would still like to investigate, and it's still somewhat uh, a question to me, because even though a person should not daven for their needs on Shabbos, that is, you shouldn't daven that you're, for your maybe your parnasa or your personal needs, but here Moshe Rabbeinu, he wants to go into Eretz Yisrael because he wants to be Mekayim the mitzvahs and he wants to be Mestabek Ta'akadosh Baruch Hu Be'artzois HaChayim. You would think that would be something you're allowed to do on Shabbos. You know, you're not allowed to daven for your physical needs on Shabbos, but you can't daven for your spiritual needs. Moshe couldn't daven to go into Eretz Yisrael on Shabbos. So I'd like to offer perhaps um, some more insight into that. This, the Pnei Yeshua says, is a correct pshat. Kain nirali nachan. It seems to me this is correct. However, the Pnei Yeshua in Brachais, on Daflamid Beis, continues, and he says, I would like to give the following pshat, apidrush. And that is, Chazal say, Hashem told Moshe, Rav Lach, don't add one more tefillah. Don't daven the 516th tefillah. Why? 516 is six times Midas Hadin. Midas Hadin is Eloikim. Eloikim is Midas Hadin. Eloikim is 86. And there are six Koychos of Dinim. There are six forces of Din. Somebody once went to a Tish of a Rebbe and he came back and he said, I don't know what this Rebbe is talking about. He kept on saying, Eloikim is 86. I don't get it. The Kuf alone is 100. I don't know what this rabbi is talking about. Anyway, the Eloi uh, Kim with the hay is 86, and there are six forces of din. And if Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to be Mavatel, the, the six Bate Dinim, and if he would have said 516 tefillahs, he would have been answered. So Hashem said, cut it there. I don't want you to say the 516th tefillah. So I want to investigate this. What exactly are these six forces of din. The Pasuk says in Yechezkel, Vayik Rav Yaznai Ko'el Gadoel Lemar Karavuk Kudai Sayir And he called out in my my ears a great voice saying, It has come close to Kudai Sayir, the appointed ones to destroy the city. Vish Klimash Chesai Biadai Now look, look at this. Six men were coming from the road of the upper gate. That was open to the north. So there's six guys coming from the north. Now the north is always Midas Hadin. Like the Pasuk says, 
The evil comes from the north. The Navi Yirmiya says when Babylon came to destroy Israel, they came from the north. That's why Jews like to go to Miami Beach, because the evil comes from the north. So the south is Midas Harachamim. That's why in Midas Achesen. Avram Avinu, in the whole Torah, he never goes north. He's always Haloich Venasoya Hanegba. Jews always go south. South is Midas Hachesed. Why is that? It's very simple. Because if you're facing the Mizrach, then your right hand, which is Chesed, or Rachamim, is to the south, and your left hand is to the north. That's why, very interestingly, the Pasuk says, Urid Safain Uboyi Seiman. Arouse to the north and come to the south. This is explained homiletically. When you want to learn Taira, wake up yourself with the north side. Wake up yourself with Shaloi Lishma. The money is in the north. Ruchnius is in the south. So Uri Tzafan. You have to arouse yourself to learn Taira. Shaloi Lishma. Uboi Teiman. And eventually you'll come to the south. That's one of the reasons why the Torah begins with the letter Bez. Why? Because... The bays is considered open to the north and closed to the south. So you enter in the north side, Shaloi Lashma, Umitach Shaloi Lashma, Balashma. Okay, but putting that aside, the Apostle seems to say that there are six men who are coming from the north, six men of evil. It says the Gemara and Shabbos, Uman Ninu Shisha Anashim, who are these six guys? Amr of Chizda, Ketsef, Af, the Chema, Mashchis, Meshaber, Mechala. These are the six forces of evil. Ketzef, anger, af, wrath, chema, fierce anger. Mashchis, destruction, Meshaber, breaking, Mechala, annihilation. These are the six forces of evil. By the way, the holy Megala Amukos, and if I'm not mistaken, tomorrow... This week is the yard site of the Megala Mukois. Rav Nasanata Shapira of Krakow. He writes that Moshe wanted to remove the six forces of evil. And therefore he davened, Ebra Na. The word Ebra could be read Ba Ra'a. He wanted to be Mavatel the Ra. And therefore, Ebra, no, Ve'era. Ve'era, the, the letter above is an extra letter, indicating that Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to be mavatel, the, the, um, the sixth Dargin of Ra. And they come from the north, as we, we pointed out. The north side is the side of Ra. And Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to be mavatel, the six forces of Ra. By the way, these six forces of Ra have a parallel in Tumah. How many levels of Tumah are there? There is Aviyah Vois HaTumah, which is the dead body itself. There's an Av HaTumah, which is someone who touches a dead body, or a Sharetz, or a Zav. There is a Rishon B'Tumah, somebody who touches an Av HaTumah. Or a Mashke, even that touches a Sheni, becomes a Rishon. There's a Sheni B'Tumah, that is... Um, if food touches a reshine, it becomes a sheni. Now, typically, a sheni cannot make anything a shlishi except for truma could be a shlishi. 
and really nothing could become a Ravi, but Kodshim could become a Ravi. So there are six Koichos of Tuma are paralleled in the six Dargois of Tuma. Avi Avois, Av, Rishon, Sheni, Shlishi, Ravi. And Moshe Rabbeinu also is alluding to this in the word Ebra, which could be re-scrambled Arba'a, meaning Tuma is up to four Madregois. And the word Na refers to Tomas Hames. Why? It's Rashi Tevois. Nefesh Adam. Because Chazal say even a Raviyas Dam from a Nefesh is Metame Avi Avais HaToma. That's why he said Ve'ereb with an extra Vav referring to these six Kaychos of Toma. And Rav Pinchas Friedman in his Sefer Likutei Mamarem Shvilei Pinchas he wants to know what is the significance and the meaning that there's six Bate Dinim of Tuma, Keneged, six names that like him, and how did Moshe think he'd be able to mavato this six these six names by entering Eretz Yisrael? Raise your hand if you down a Nusach Svard. Anyone? Okay, I don't either. But it's okay. Nothing wrong, nothing will happen if you dive in a Svar. But those who dive in a raise your hand if you've ever been in a Nusuk Svar shul. Okay, raise your hand if you're, I don't know what. Okay, so, <laughs> um, the Zoyar HaKadosh. Nusuk Ashkenaz between Kabbal Shabbos and Marav, they say, Bamem Adlikin, Nusuk Svar substitutes it with a passage from the Zoyar and Parshish Truma of Kegavna. And in Kegavna we say as follows, Karayol Shabbosa, when Shabbos enters, Ihi is Yachadas, it unifies the Isparashas Misitra Achara, and it separates from the forces of Tumah. V'choldinin Misabran Mine, and all forces of Din separate from the Shabbos, and separate from a person. V'ihi Ishtaras, and the person remains. The Yehuda Denehiru Kadisha, in the unification of the holy light, this Atras Bechama Itrin and is crowned in many crowns, Legabe Malka Kadisha from the Holy King. Bechol Shultane Rugzin and all dominions of anger, Umare Dedina and masters of Din, Kulu Arkin, they flee. Veles Shultana Achara Bechuleyam, they have no dominion in this world. Basically, the Zayar says, Come Shabbos and the forces of Din, they dissipate, they leave. Why is that? Why is it that the forces of Din leave on Shabbos? Well, the Balatanya in his Sefer Likutei Torah says something amazing. We know that throughout the Maisa Bereshis, the only Shem Hashem that appears is Elohim. The Shem Havaya does not appear even once. How many times does it say Elohim? 32 times. As the Sefer Yitzira says, God created the world with 32 pathways of Chachma, indicated by the 32 times it says Elohim. So during the weekday, it's Elohim, 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 Elohim. And what does the Pasuk say on Shabbos? Vayichal Elohim! Elohim is done! Midas Hadin is finished! There's no Midas Hadin on Shabbos. Midas Hadin is only during the week. Shabbos is only Rachamim. On Shabbos, Vayichal Elohim. Elohim is one and done. It's gone. Elohim dissipates, so to speak. 
There's no Midas Hadin on Shabbos. Says the Shvile Pinchas, this gives us an added insight. We know that, technically speaking, Kiddush Friday night should begin. Actually, that's where Kiddush does begin. Where it should begin is, Why in the world would you mention Yom HaShishi? It's not Yom HaShishi, it's Yom HaShvi. We have this odd minog of starting Shabbos, of starting Kiddush, Yom HaShishi. Why say the words Yom HaShishi from the end of the previous Pasuk and chapter and juxtapose it, Kiddush is Vayichulu HaShemayim Baratzchot Tzvam. Why? The last Pasuk is Vayar Lekim Eskala Sharasa Vinei Toiv Ma'oi Vayar Vayar Mashishi Finished. And Kiddush should begin Vayichulu HaShemayim Baratz. No, we have to start Kiddush Yoy Mashishi. Why? Why in the world should we start Kiddush Yoy Mashishi? So, the reason is we want to be Merameis the Yudke Vavke. Yoyim Hashishi Vayichulu HaShemayim is Rashi Tevois Shem Havaya Yudke Vavke. So why do we say Vahi Ara Vahi Vaykar quietly? Because the words Yoyim Hashishi have no meaning. The sixth day. What, 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 what happened on the sixth day? So we want to give some meaning to it. So we say quietly Vahi Ara Vahi Vaykar Yoyim Hashishi. So the Chassam Sefer wants to why don't we start from the beginning of the pasuk? Vayara Hashem is Kolah Sharosa Vihinei Toiv Maoyv. So the Chassam Sefer says because the Medrash Darshans on Vayara Lekim is Kolah Sharosa Vihinei Toiv Maoyv. The Medrash says this refers to the Yoyim Hamisa. God saw everything He made and it was very good. This refers to the Yoyim Hamisa. Now, the last thing you want to do when you come to your table Friday night is start your Shabbos meal with the day of death. You know, your family hasn't seen you the whole week. Your kids haven't seen you. They're vying for your attention. And finally, you sit down at the Shabbos table and it's set and it's so beautiful and the Father makes a big announcement. The day of death. So uh, they're not going to be looking forward to the next Shabbos meal. So we don't like to say the first half of the Pasuk and we say quietly, Vayera Vayivoyker, we say that quietly. And then we say, Yoyim HaShishi, and Vayichul HaShemayim, where Maram is the Shem Havaya. Yeah. Okay, well, I don't know if your wife, you're going to, Friday night, you want to have a peaceful meal. Still, I don't know if the day of death is the way to kick off your Shabbos, Sudan. And, okay, but bottom line is, why do we want to be Maramis to the Shem Havaya in the Kiddush Friday night? Because since we're articulating, Vayechal Eloikim, the Midas Hadin has ceased, has ended, is no longer, therefore, it's appropriate to say, the Midas Hadin has ended, and Shabbos is the Yom Havaya, Shabbos is the day of the Yud Kei So we say, Vayechal Eloikim, the Midas Hadin has ended, and Shabbos is the Midas Havaya. Says the Shvilei Pinchas. But by the way, uh, one other point, one other thing to point out, is the Gra teaches that merely on the first day of creation, it says Eloi Kim six times. Bereshis, bara, Eloi Kim. Beruach, Eloi Kim. Rachem Zomayim, Eloi Kim. Vayar Eloi Kim Zohar Kitoi, Vayavda Eloi Kim, Vayikra Eloi Kim Lo'ar. 
So it says Elohim six times, and again, this indicates there's six Koychay Savdin. On Shabbos, Midas Hadin ceases. During the week, it's prevalent. Suggests the Shvilei Pinchas, the six days of the week correspond to the six Batei Dinim, the six Koychay Savdin. Shabbos instead refers to the Shem Havaya. So the six days of the week correspond to the six Koychos of Din. On Shabbos it's Vayichal Elohim. By the way, amazing thing. Friday night we make Kiddush. What do you make Kiddush on? Yayin. Where do you put the Yayin? In a Kois. What's the gematria of Kois Yayin, says the Bnei Yisachar? 156. Kois is 86. Yayin is 70. 156. Why 156? Because 156 is 6 times Havaya. During the week, there's 6 Kois of Din, 6 times Elohim. Shabbos is Kenegadet, 6 Kois of Shem Havaya. So to be mavatel the midas hadin during the week, you make kiddush on kois yayin six times havaya. What do you do then? You have challah. How many? Two lechem twice. Lechem is seventy-eight. What's seventy-eight times two? One fifty-six. Six times havaya because we want to be mavatel the six kaychos of din during the week. During the week, there's six kaychos of din. Shabbos kenegedad. Uh, so to speak, has six forces of Midas Harachamim, Midas Havaya. Back to the Nusuch Svard people. In Tehillim. During the week, many, uh, those who have Nusuch Svard say the following chapter. Lam Natseach Beneginois Mizmar Shir. The Arizal says, quoted by Rukhan Vital, on Shabbos, instead of Lam Natseach Beneginois Mizmar Shir, you say, why would be the Shabbos substitute for Well, that result happens to point out how many times does it say Eloi Kim in Six times Eloikim in Therefore, it's reserved for the weekday because the weekday are the six kaychos of din, and on Shabbos we substitute it. Toiras. Hashem to me, Mom. Eidos Hashem Neamana. Pekude Hashem Yisharim. Mitzvahs Hashem Bara. Yiras Hashem. Mishvete Hashem. Says Arizal. You say Hashemayim. Mesaprim Kloy Kel. Sheinoimer Moiselu B'Shabbos Lefikach Timsavay Vav Havayas Neged Vav. So during the week, there are six Koychos of Din. The six weekdays correspond to the six Koychos of Din. Shabbos is. Yayin in a kois, lechem mishnah, lamnatseach beneginois, mizmar ledavin. Shabbos are the six koichos of rachamim, and 
Shabbos are the six Kaychais of Rachamim. During the weekday, is six Kaychais of Din. But the Arizal is Megala to us a tremendous sight. Because according to the Pnei Yeshua, Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to be Mavatel, the six Kaychais of Din. Six times 86 is 516. You hear this? Six times 86. How do you get that? Six times 80 is 480. And six times six is 36, 516. Moshe Rabbeinu, by davening 516 tefillahs, he wanted to be Mavatel, all 516 Kaychais Adin. However, the Arizal says that even though God told Moshe Rabbeinu, don't say the 516th tefillah, we do have the audacity and the gumption to say it, although not explicitly, but to allude to it. And that is, Arizal says, Yisgadel v'yisgadesh shemei rabah is gematria yoisher. Yud vav shin reish is Rashi Tevois yoisher, which is 516. And the Arizal says, one should be mechavein to sweeten the six forces of din, that equal 516. So even though we don't dive in that tefillah outright, and Hashem told us, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, we allude to it, that is the tefillah of Kaddish, that is the power of Kaddish, that is the tefillah that Moshe Rabbeinu was told not to say, otherwise he's going to be mavatel, the koichos of din. By the way, we can now put the two perushim of the Pnei Yeshua together, and I think it fits like a glove. How's that? We asked the question, the Pnei Yeshua's cheshben was not precise, because there are 200 days from Tuba'av until Zayanada. And they're really 600 tefillahs. He said, no, they're not 600 tefillahs because they're 28 Shabbosim. And that subtracts 784 tefillahs. So we asked, what do you mean Shabbosim? Why couldn't Moshe Rabbeinu daven on Shabbos? No, you're not going to daven for your needs on Shabbos. But we asked, this is not a physical need, this is a spiritual need. He should have been allowed to daven for his, for his um, spiritual needs. We could say as follows. What was Moshe Rabbeinu davening for? He was davening to be mavatel the midas hadin of the weekdays. So the Shabbosim, it wasn't relevant for him to daven. Because Shabbos already is Shem Havaya. Shabbos is already Vayichal Elohim. There is no midas hadin on Shabbos. There's only midas harachna. It was only needed for Moshe Rabbeinu to daven regarding the weekdays. So for the Shabbosim, there was no purpose in davening. Those days were already taken care of. Those those days were already covered. So the, those days go, uh, these two perushim of the Pnei Yeshua, namely, that Moshe Rabbeinu daven from Tuba'av until Zayanada, and the second perush, that Moshe Rabbeinu daven to be Mavata, all the forces of Din, these two perushim, so to speak, go hand in hand. Now, we're now holding in the month of, what's the name of this month? Let's take a poll. Raise your hand if the name of the month is Av. Raise that your hand if the name of the month is Menachem Av. And the answer is, you're both correct, or you're both wrong. The Chassam Soifers of the opinion, it depends. Until Tuba Av, or until Tisha B'Av, it's the month of Av. After Tuba Av, or after Tisha B'Av, it's the month of Menachem Av. Some Sober says it's two different months, and they each have their own specific name. This 
is the month starting after Tisha B'av. We start to console and bring the Chama to the Midas Hadin. This was the Tefillah of Moshe Rabbeinu. Let's just end off that Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to dive in 516 Tefillahs. But God said, don't do it. I can't let you in. You can't go into Israel. You can't be Mavatel, the 516 forces of Din. We still got to leave some Din in the world until the ultimate redemption of the Jewish people. Rabbeinu B'chayi tells us, He made The way we left Egypt, that is how the Guloha Sida will look. The same way we made 42 Masois before we got into Eretz Yisrael, we will again make 42 Masois. The same way we traveled through the Midbar, we will again travel through the Midbar. And who will lead us? The Bnei Saskar says that's why Moshe Rabbeinu was buried in the Midbar, because he will arise again, and all the Meisei Midbar will get up at Chiyas HaMeisim, and Moshe Rabbeinu will lead them into the Holy Land. And this time, Moshe Rabbeinu will not be told, don't say that 516th Tefillah, that will bring you into the land. Moshe Rabbeinu will be allowed to say the 516th Tefillah, which we allude to, Yisgadeh v'Yisgadeh Shmei Rabbah, and Moshe Rabbeinu will then allow, be, uh, be allowed into Eretz Yisrael. So you'll say, oh, that means there'll be another Kriyas Yamsuf. Yes, Rabbeinu Bechayi says there'll be another Kriyas Yamsuf. By the way, let's make a Cheshven. Tishabav, Yud, Yud Aleph, Yud Beis, Yud Gimel, Yud Aleph, Tesvav. Tishabav always comes out the same night as the first day of Pesach. That means Tubav always comes out the same day as Shri Shal Pesach. Tubav is the day of Shiduchim. That's Kosha Zivugai Shal Adam Kikriyas Yamsuf. That's the parallel between Shiduchim and the splitting of the sea. But it's also a parallel to the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu started to daven on Tubav. And ultimately, he will be let in again when there will be another Kriyas Yamsuf. Now, who revealed this all to us? That Moshe Rabbeinu daven 515 and he wanted to daven 516. This all comes from the Pnei Yoshua. The Vale Moshe say as follows. The Pnei Yoshua was born in the year MS. That's 441. What does that mean, 441? 1681. And he was Nifter in the year Yosha, 516. That's 1756. The Pnei Yeshua was Nifter in the year 516. And he goes up to Shemayim in the year 516, and he sees Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe says, down here in this world, I was only able to dive in 515 Tfilah, I'm still waiting for the 516th Tfilah, which we have the audacity to say, which is Yisgadel v'Yisgadesh Shemei Rabbah, and we hope that Hashem's name should be magnified and sanctified, and we should be zoicha to see the ultimate sanctification of Hashem's name with the Binyan Beis Hamikdash. We hope soon again to see Moshe Rabbeinu coming through the Midbar, splitting the Yamsuf, and he's going to just say, Ebra, no, I want to cross the 50 Amos of the Yardin. 
I want to see Eshahar Hatoiv Hazah. I want to see Yerushalayim, the Halavana, and I want to see the Beis Hamikdash, which we all want to see. May we be zaycha to see it from here. We amen. Amen. Okay, Baruch to everyone. Have a great day. Call to By the way, on the what? So we say like this. There's six during the week. It's Aleikim, 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 Aleikim. Shabbos, Vayichal Aleikim. Aleikim is finished. What is on Shabbos? Yoim Hashishi Vayichul HaShemayim, which is Rashi Tevoy's Yud Kevavke. Shabbos begins the Midas Harachanim, the Shem Havayim. So Vayichal Aleikim. Yeah, so in other words, Aleikim is finished and Shem Havayim begins. Rachanim begins. Hashem Diber. What does that mean, Hashem Diber? The, the Shem Havaya, which is Midas Harachim, Diber, was transformed to Midas Hadim. So even though Shabbos is inherently a time of Rachamim, but Midas Harachim could sometimes be transformed into Midas Hadim. So the order and the or the regular order of operation is uh, can be transformed, can be changed. Shabbos is normally Midas HaRachamim. Can it be changed? Sometimes Din can be changed to Rachamim. Sometimes Rachamim can be changed to Din. Okay, Rabbi Sai, have a good day. Baruch HaVahat